Author Cindy Kep is writing on the edge. Books include Remnant in the Stars, The Loudest Actions, Lines of Succession, Mindstorm, Condemned Courier, The Yerushalon Series. Animal Eye. Find author Cindy Kep at CKOEPP.com today. Strange Tales 136, I remember it very clearly, and uh, that was my first exposure to Kirby. And I wanted to show it to people. About that mighty geek, straight up the king of comics lives on in the hearts of fans. <laughs> Alright, for all you who use Gemini mailers to bring your books to us fans, yeah, yeah. Old 10 is your 10% discount code on your Gemini mailers. Compliments of our friends over there at Indivolt. Indivolt, Indivolt. on, gentlemen? Indivolt. And devote rocks because they're awesome. It's here. It's here. I'm here. He's here. And we have a guest. We have a guest. We have a guest. Sorry. You guys know me. I'm Pops Van Zant. It's Monday Madness. I'm here with the richness. It's party time. 
our guest today, T.Y. Nerium. T.Y. Hello, how are you, sir? It's pronounced Nerium, but... Nerium, all right. Sorry, man. You got to throw it out there and find out. I've been dealing with that my whole life. I get Perota all the damn time, trust me. How are you today, sir? How are you? I'm doing all right. You know, spending time with family, uh, wearing this uh, snazzy shirt that my younger brother gave to me as a gift. Uh, so I'm feeling pretty good. Excellent, man. Excellent. I'm, I'm glad it's, it sounds uh, like holiday. Superhero themed. Why not? Yay. You know Yay. Very well. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I said he knows me pretty well. Uh, you know, the whole superhero theming of the gift. Right. Is your brother. You know, so I got a few of those. Yeah. I got a few superheroes. He's your brother. He probably knew you his whole life in Brexit. <laughs> probably. He's just about. I don't know. I mean, it could be it could be one of those things where it's like you go to like a deserted island and it's like, bro, you know. No, Rich, <laughs> I met one of my little my half sisters. I met her when I was twenty seven, and I met one when I was twenty nine. Damn. Yeah, I mean, dad was gone. I didn't know what, you know, I mean, I didn't know him. I didn't know what he was doing. But when he came back around, he had more kids. <laughs> so I got to meet my little sister. And then I found out I had another little sister. And I got to go meet that one. And I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> I actually have a lot of siblings myself, but it's all from the same uh, pairing. Uh, I, I've got uh, four brothers and one sister. It's uh, a family you call uh, quite Catholic in nature. Oh, that's very Catholic. Very Catholic. I, I think I have a sister here in Italy, uh, here in London. Really? I mean, her last name is the same as mine, spelled exactly. And we both have the big same moon face, the big eyes and everything. And there was a point where my dad was not around for a little while, right around the time that she was born. We just haven't had the gumption to actually get a test at the super long shot. And I'm not even going to bother with it, but I'm like, if this chick's my sister, I'm, I really hate my dad for that. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can see why you'd be a bit uh, upset with him. For I'd that. be a little bit upset, just a little bit upset. So anyway, forget about my genealogy because who cares about me. Um, I wanted to. Um, we are looking now at your uh, campaign, and let us know. What I say, you're looking at it. We haven't pulled it up yet. Well, I did. <laughs> I'm a Boy Scout man. I'm a regular Boy Scout. You know, I like Superman and shit. Well, not really. Right, right. No, not at all. I suck at this. Um, uh, <laughs> All right, I'm going to pull this up. We're going to check it out. Um, the name of the book is Save the Day. So it's been on Kickstarter for a couple weeks. And yeah. we need to give this one a boost. So let's go check this one out and see what's up. I do like pushing the comics, y'all. I'm like the pusher man on the schoolyard. Oh, yo. Call me in. Call me. Check this one out. <laughs> so here we go, Ty. You want to give us the rundown, or would you rather we show the video first and talk later? Well, what I can say about it is it really taps into a lot of my interests in terms of because I've been reading comics for about uh, 
since the, uh, I don't know, the first comics I ever read were back in middle school, which was in the early 2000s. And then uh, I really started to get into comics uh, around the time of uh, high school. Started saving up my, uh, you know, cash for just dollar store copies of New Teen Titans, uh, Chuck Dixon's Batman Run. But I'd always been sort of uh, flabbergasted, I guess you could say, about the fact that there's not a lot of great all-ages comics. At least nowadays, it feels like, you know, it's all focused on the grim and gritty uh, you're, you're lucky if you get a good um, all-ages Batman comic in a year. So I've always been interested in telling uh, just, you know, really solid all-ages uh, focused comics. And, well, here you are. Yeah, I like it. I, I opened up two of them on Christmas Day. I, I, yeah. buy the, I like the all-ages because I got the four grandkids I'm trying to bring into what we do. You know, bring give them the love of comics that I had when I was a kid, and so I appreciate people that go ahead and make some that are are kid friendly too, because you know there won't be a next generation if we don't draw them in young. It's true. It's true. Like uh, you're getting an aging demographic of readers, and if you're not refreshing, you know, with younger readers, with kids, you know, getting at them young. Uh, ultimately, you're at the very real risk that just a beautiful medium in the form of comic book storytelling could be, if not gone, uh, just terribly diminished. And that would just be a tragedy, like losing, you know, film or radio. It's already greatly. It, it, it may be a tenth, but... Yeah, yeah. Sorry. It's, been, it's been bad for quite some time. It has been. Oh, since I would say um, maybe since the mid 80s, early 90s, it, we've definitely been heading in a trajectory where traditionally it's like, oh, comics, that's kid stuff. Nowadays, it's like, oh, comics, that's anything but kid stuff. Mm-hmm. And and now it's like, I mean, there are, don't get me wrong, there are quite a few people out there that are doing it. It's just everybody doesn't know about everybody else. You know, it's not like you have a huge corporation that's promoting all the work and you just sit in the background and do it. Okay. And it's like you have to go out there and promote yourself. So does every other person who's making an all ages comic. Okay? I will say one thing I do like is I feel like DC has been making more of an effort of it as of late with a lot of uh, books they've been putting out of uh you know it's a varying quality but uh the fact that there's more of it means there's going to be more of it that's good and ultimately that's just better overall okay uh do you want to play the video when yeah just i was checking this out when disney stopped publishing their own comics that kind of killed the all ages market You know, I mean, when you did, I guess that is kind of true. I mean, all the Donald Ducks, all the Mickey Mouse, all that, those kind of comics that parents bought for their kids. Honestly, that is some of my favorite stuff to go back to. Like, genuinely, uh, 60s, 70s, early 80s Archies are incredibly fun. Yeah, I got a whole box of that stuff. (laughs) Those stuff are fantastic. And the same can be said about, like, the really old Donald Duck, the really old Disney comics, are just some of the most clever like uh, well done comics. I mean, there's a reason that amongst comic collectors, a name like Carl Barks is a household name. 
um, Mike Barron, I think, says Uncle Scrooge was his favorite comic when he was a kid. Oh, incredible comic. You know? So, I mean, and that's writer extraordinaire right there. You know, what can you say? Um, and it's a brilliant concept because, you know, the billionaire, trillionaire doc that he is, he can go to new locales, get into all sorts of misadventures. It's the perfect formula for telling exciting, exciting stories uh, each issue. All right, let's play this video. Let's check this out. Save the day, y'all. Let me set this up right. What was that? I, I love the way this animation moving. Has that oh, little yeah. tiny phone? No, the original artist behind this uh, is so talented. Like, just it, th there's a touch of subtlety there that I love about it. It's really good. You, you picked a really good artist to work with. No, I, I've I've had a lot of luck in terms of working with like a lot of really talented people. For example, yeah. my uh, current illustrator, she is just absolutely incredible i mean obviously that's really great that really looks great man yeah no i uh I, I put a lot of effort into this thing i've been working on this project for a while now and i mean i, I would say one of the things i really focus on is i just want to tell quality stories that you know evoke the so same sort of emotions that i felt uh, watching shows like, uh, and this will date me uh, as the millennial I am, but watching shows like Teen Titans, Batman the Animated Series, uh, even Young Justice, stuff that like, they, they made me feel a certain way. And in infinitely nostalgic ways, I'm just trying to recapture that same energy, that same feel. You, um, let me let me interrupt you for just a minute. Hey, Rich. Hey, Rich. Yeah. Read the ticker, bro. 
I did. <laughs> okay, you may continue. <laughs> I'm so confused, but okay. Uh, move right on. And that's exactly what we want. Thank you very much. Continue. <laughs> okay, back to the back to the weather with John. Anyway, um, let me think. Uh, <laughs> Uh, well, you you have it, and you have a manga influence. Is it manga? You have a little bit of a oh, manga. I, the way I would uh, uh, the way I would describe my approach, definitely the illustrator is. Uh, I think she's a lot more versed in manga as opposed to more traditional comics. But the way that I write, the way that I script things out, I do full scripts. Like I tell them like what I want the the proverbial camera to be doing, uh, the emotions on proverbially screen uh you know i i almost approach it like a uh like a really you know uh, not ostentatious a very uh pretentious director i'm like i need it this way i need it very specific i i want to capture a certain emotional vibration that sort of thing uh but uh although i, I say that uh, one of the way that i approach is i i try to do things uh you know with a lot of uh what am I saying? Um, uh, just a, a strong precision. I, I want to be very precise in how I want the books to look, but I also approach it with a, a strong degree of flexibility, which is to say, oftentimes something I tell a uh, somebody that I work with is, uh, I want it, or this is how I'm picturing it, but if you have a better idea, just run with that. Because, you know, these people, they actually know how to draw. I'm like, yeah, obviously, you know, things a little better than I do. So, and I feel like that flexibility for strong collaboration is very important. You got to be able to be like, you know, uh, I only know so much, my perspective is limited and I need, you know, to work with you in order to create what I think is the best comic possible. It looks really good. It looks really, really good. I like what you have here. I really do. Yeah. Well, thank you. For, thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome very much. Um, yeah. Sam in chat. He wants to know. How, how, go ahead. He, Sam wants to know if once you're funded, uh, will you be marketing to comic shops directly? Um, honestly, I haven't done a lot in terms of reaching out to. I, I would definitely love to be able to uh, you know, get my comics into uh, actual comic shops, go through a company like maybe Scout Comics, or I would love to work with, uh, what, what was it, Black, uh, not Black Mirror, uh, but there's one company that uh, I've read a lot of stuff they've done. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm hoping to uh, you know, start reaching out to different distributors. Uh, the stuff for the Kickstarter, and I, and I think this is pretty cool because it's sort of almost like what they did for the original TMNTs. Uh, I'm going to put those together by hand. Like I've got a, an 11 by 17 printer. Uh, I've got, I actually, for these uh, comics, I ordered glossy pages. So I'm going to physically print these by hand, uh, which is something I've got a lot of experience with. Uh, I think they, uh, you know, people have often said like, oh yeah, this is a pretty nice comic. Uh, but uh, after that, I I'm really hoping to, you know, reach out and see if, uh, you know, maybe there's uh, one of the smaller indies that wants to take a shot on me. <laughs> we have a separate conversation going on in the chat about Disney and the Mighty Ducks and <laughs> turning a cartoon in the NHL really made, you know, they used the, the Mighty Ducks, the Disney 
conduct to to promote kind of i kind of love that and then they made it's, it's, you know i mean they promoted their hockey team the mighty ducks the anaheim mighty ducks they promoted that through the movies before they even made the expansion team is like they they like had that shit planned out you know um now, even then, Disney is incredibly clever in terms of like how they market things, how they do things. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they they will sell you something without even you realizing that's what's going on. But uh, honestly, I kind of love that old uh, Mighty Ducks cartoon because it is such a perfect encapsulation of like how comics or uh, how a certain kind of comic was back then. Like it has major Rob Liefeld, Todd McFarlane vibes, just in terms of like the armor, the physicality, just the overall goofy tone. And honestly, I, I'm, I'm in love with that cartoon. Is it good? I, I wouldn't go that far, but I, I friggin' love that cartoon. Allison says, I used to figure skate. My parents wouldn't let me play hockey. He's like, well, Honestly, there's a there's another project that I've just been working on the script for for I think a few years now, which is set in late '96, which is about the time where, and I think you can speak to this, Rich, where things were not good for the comic industry at that time. Not uh, Anyway, the whole thing is just sort of this story that is. It's I, I want to do a story that is very much of that period of that uh, point in comics. Wow, there's a speedboat. Uh, maybe I should have uh, done this interview on the uh, side of a uh, of a of a lake. Uh, actually, I wonder if I can flip the. Oh. Yep. Yep. Uh, I'm with family. Back porch and different one off the front. I'm with family. But um, what was I saying? Uh, basically, I really want to do this uh, comic. I've been working on the script for, for a while now, which is very much just a love letter to that period of the 1990s, which, you know, warts and all, I think it was really important just for the development of comics in general. Like, what's actually really cool about that Liefeld, uh, McFarlane period is it's, you know, it's very important in terms of breaking the mold of how comics look and how it can look a million different ways. Uh, I'm rambling. I'm sorry. Uh, shall we get back on topic? <laughs> you you are the, the artist and writer of this, right? The book. So he's the writer. You're just the writer, correct? I'm the writer, yes. Okay. And who's the artist? Uh, Lizzie uh, is the artist on the project. Lizzie Burke. Okay. Okay. Hello, Lizzie Thank Burke, you. if you're watching at home. Uh, that those pages were done by uh, my friend Carter, uh, which okay. they were only able to do the first issue, and then uh, ultimately ended up uh, having to uh, find a new artist. Which at the time I was lucky with how things just sort of slotted into place, and I've been working with Lizzie since then. Okay, can we can we see anything of Lizzie's? Um. <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, there are some pages, uh, uh, if you scroll down a little bit, uh, right after the first page there, uh, you know, just under that, that this is Carter's work, and here's uh, some stuff that Lizzie did, which, okay. Okay. just some of my favorite uh, pages from the project, uh, this one being 
really dramatic, a uh, nice tense little fight scene, and the one above it being more like emotional in how it presents itself. Um, this is I, I like the uh, smack, kick, punch, dodge. I, I like that drawn into the panel like that. Oh my god. <laughs> honestly something i was saying is if she doesn't end up with an eyes near by the time she's 30 then the system's rigged it's rigged <laughs> it is it's rigged so 10 bucks 10 bucks 10 bucks gets you a copy of issue one and it's a copy of one two and three uh, and yeah, it's gonna, they're going to be physically printed, uh, printed by hand. So I think that really speaks to, you know, potential collector's value. I don't know. It does. It speaks to lot. How many issues have, uh, have you done so far? Um, so what's complete at this point is four issues. Uh, issue five. No, wait. No. Five is written, but uh, we're starting on illustration, only the early part of illustration at this point. Uh, six is halfway written, I think, at this point. And I'm actually working on issue seven while I uh, work on issue six, because I'm, I'm a man of ideas. Uh, it's this weird mashup of uh, uh, horror and magical girls and... Uh, just you know it just in terms of my style it's very earnest uh, very uh you know even it, it's only a little touch of horror i've been watching i've been reading a lot of uh, genji ito of late and i've just sort of been, been inspired by that i'm looking at it right now um this is really cute i really dig it I love how it's an, to me it's an Americanized version of anime of manga, and um, it, you look like you struck gold twice with the art because if you have one and then the other one, I, I, well, now what, what's the what's the artist name that you're working for now that you're working with now again? Uh, Lizzie. Lizzie, look, um, and some of these later pages, it looks like Lizzie. Lizzie, um. Give you a really nice transition from one stop from one style to another without without ripping it apart or anything. Oh, um, absolutely. Job on that. Uh, yeah, no, it was. Uh, I, I mean, they're they're very different styles, but they both, I think, capture the same sort of energy. They really uh, get across the tone that I, I've been trying to achieve. So, in, in that sense, it, it's working yeah. out really well. It it, it, it is, and uh, I mean, because I was not sure or i had no idea that he used a different art in the in the middle of everything i was like well whoever was doing it, i mean it's like she she did a really lovely transition from one one style to another it's almost it's a very good job let me see something here you have eight things left on that thing um are we going to get to uh, Pops, we still gonna go through the uh, rewards that we have here? Or is... Yeah, we got plenty of time. All right, let's do it. Um, you want to do it? Um, uh, sure. Like, uh, it, it, it's just uh, a different kind of right now. I got 
$5 pledge, you get the digital comic pack, pack package. And, and thanks, you know, because, hey, thank you for backing. Of course, we appreciate everybody who backs and supports our indie friends. That's what this is all about. Um, pledge $10 or more, you get to save the day number one Kelsey C variant. Which which one is that? This where is it? I don't see it. I'm looking for Kelsey C here. Let's I don't see. see third row, uh third row down. Okay. This one? Yes. Okay. So that's for ten dollars. Then you got the uh the Sarah, the Sarah variant down here. Oh yes, that's a cover done by Sarah Louver. Right there. Or the Virgin. I'm sure there's a tear for the Virgin. You got the Lizzie B variant right here. Sarah number two variant right there. All of them. $10, $10, $10. Lizzie number two variant right there. Uh, number three variant right there. I'm pretty sure y'all can figure this out, right? <laughs> it is, it's pretty straightforward. We got the EM, the EM number three hiding down here in the corner. Uh, Ian McGetty is who did that cover. E&M, yep, got to add that one. Oh, then, incredible. Um, the Kelsey Save the Day number one inked variant. This one? Yeah, this, that one. This one, okay. And uh, let's see, the Kelsey C. Virgin variant. So you guys, you know, there's a whole, there's 16 different covers here to choose from. They're all either 10 or $15. Uh, then... Down here, I like this. The pledge $15 or more get the save the day number four early exclusive. And I'm pretty sure that's the one you say you were gonna put together yourself, right? Um, no, no. Uh at this point, uh, I think they're actually all going to be uh just you know, I, I was uh thinking in terms of quantities, but if the quantities are low enough, I'm probably just gonna put them all together myself. Okay, cool. So this one, the early exclusive, save the day number four, includes all the pages of the fourth issue. The backers also get the receive the PDF containing one through three. So you get the whole story right there, one through four. So, you know, and he said they're in production number five. So, it's, you know, right there, all the way caught up. Wow. There's a lot of stuff here, man. The one through three, one through three bundle. That's physical, right? Yeah. Yes, bucks. and it, it's all of uh, Lizzie's covers. Okay. And the Virgin Sarah saved the day number one inked. Ah, must be that one. Yeah, fourth row, third from the left. Oh, this one? Okay, okay. So there you go. There's a lot of different covers here to choose from. Solid story. Um, hey, what can you say? You got to go out and check it out, y'all. Go check it out for yourself. Take a look. You know, if you like it, throw your wallet. And I hope you do. <laughs> Just throw your wallet at it. You know how we did it. Back that stuff. Yes. So spend money. Keep generous. There you and go. Make sure we. Get this man a shield. I mean, finish the campaign. <laughs> a positive note. Ah. Now, one one thing I would 
I, okay, there's a couple things I would say. Okay, first, always include a retail package. Like, a retailer can get 10 bucks at a discount, whichever covers they want. You see what I'm saying? Offer that mm-hmm. 10-book bundle for a discount for retailers, for people in a store who just happen to stumble on this and go, oh, I need some more kid books in my store. This is perfect. And then they can choose between whatever covers they want or whatever. And, you know, um, always be friendly to the retailers. That's the only way we're going to get them to look at crowdfunding. The only way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got to be friendly to the guys in the store. They sell more comics than anybody else. You know? I actually, I, I work at a comic shop, so uh, I, I'm quite familiar with the, uh, you know, the, the sort of volume they go through from week to week. That's it. I'm the guy who uh, puts them all fancily, and, and I work at one of the bigger shops in Florida. Uh, I, I just very, uh, I, I spend, I don't know, two, three hours, uh, maybe four hours just setting things up for uh, Wednesdays, you know? Nice. And there's so much. Nice. I got a friend that, that, that works at the collective down there in Florida. And they're really? You know, yeah, they're doing uh, signings all the time and freaking, you know, I mean, they have their live auction weekly and they're they're using the Internet to their best advantage. Oh, my goodness. Uh, the sort of uh, volume that's being moved online nowadays. Uh, I, I know a shop that, uh, that guy I has think a wall. Uh, they he has do a almost wall. exclusively online now. That, this guy has a whole wall in the store that's just indie stuff. That he finds on shows like mine. Dude, maybe I should uh, make a uh, a house call. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, Danny, Danny Morales works there. It's it's uh, Brendan's store, but Danny. Oh, yeah, I know Brendan. Brendan. Yeah, Danny's Danny Morales. When he went to work there, he just kind of like brought the madness with him into the store. You know, he he's one of the people that sometimes he does uh, panels in our in our CromCon and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, we always make sure that people know, you know, it's like put a retail tier on that campaign because Danny might be looking, you know, he's part of the madness, you know, he's part of what we have going on. So, you know, he likes to have indie books in the store. It couldn't hurt. You know, and and you got to blow that horn, man. I didn't even hear about you till the other night on Indie Bowl. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, no, I... uh... (laughs) Uh, I, I've said this before. I'm, I'm very much more focused on the uh, the creative side of things than the uh, the salesman side, which ultimately is I don't know. It's my undoing. Uh, there's there's a uh, there's a set of hats you wear when you become a self publisher. There's a set of hats. It's not just one hat anymore. <laughs> maybe I maybe I need to go get go to a hat fitting. You have to have the the publisher hat, the promoter hat. The marketing hat, the business uh, hat, the artist or the writer hat. You get, you can't forget that one because that one's the one that starts it all. But all this other stuff, uh, business acumen, customer service, all this other stuff plays such an important part after the fact. Mm-hmm. You know, when it's time to promote the book, when it's time to market the book and produce the book, all the other hats come into play. And it's good to be, you know, on top of it, man. There's, there's a huge uh, YouTube network out here that promotes what people like you do. You know, 
um, getting on any boat was a good step because, you know, that puts you in front of me. That puts you in front of RJ. That puts you in front of William. A bunch of other shows. Who Cascading effect. We all keep an eye on what each other's doing, and we all pass. We pass you guys around like a fatty. I ain't lying. I, you know, <laughs> I mean, I know it's a children's book, but... You know, we make sure you go on as many shows as we can possibly get you on before your campaign's <laughs> over. That's that's what we do, you know. Um, and we try to make it fun. We try to have, make sure that everybody is having a good time. Mm-hmm. You know, um, this book needs more eyes. That's that's the only thing it needs is more eyes on. So I'm gonna challenge you right now with eight days left. To hit up like you you're in the madness now if you look in the madness you scroll down to last night the night before you'll see seven or eight other shows that you can go on that are always looking for content they're looking for people like you to come out on their show so they can promote what you do i always make sure i share those other streams to the madness so you guys can find them you see what i'm saying so you have platforms to go out on okay catch the craze um uh, creators outlet critical blast there's so many shows out here doing what i do and there's they all have a different audience you know i mean you gotta you gotta plug 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 it's like the 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 stars hitting the late night circuit when they put their new when their new movies coming out they go on one show after another and then they're on the morning show and then they're you see what i'm saying they're all over marketing what they're doing market saturation you have to do that you want three thousand dollars in pledges you got to talk to a thousand people two thousand people maybe you'll get a couple hundred of them to back your book you oh see my. what I'm saying? But you got to talk mm-hmm. to a You got to be seen by a lot of people. You know. Um, oh, I 100% agree with you. Next time you come out ahead of time, you drop that uh, pre-launch page, you you get your email sign-up list going, and you come out on our shows and you let everybody know, we're going to launch next week. <laughs> you see, you come out before you launch and you let everybody know, and then you do what we call a launch party. Where you come out on somebody's show like 30 minutes before the launch and, and get everybody psyched up for it and then bam, launch it. And the same thing with the countdown. You come out an hour before it's over and you try to get them last minute people to back your book. It's a lot of work. Once once you've got the book done and you're out here selling it, it's time to go to work. It really is. You ask Rich will tell you. <laughs> You gotta put in the work, man. And and William and William in the chat, he'll tell you the same thing. You gotta really do the legwork, man. If you want to succeed, if you really want to get these books in people's hands, you got to work your ass off. You really do. Um, yeah, you gotta make sure the stores can make some money too. You gotta price them in 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 that uh, margin. Oh yeah, no, I I know that uh, comic shops. I think they price uh, pay somewhere around 40 uh 50 percent of uh retail right so it's got to be you know it's got to be enough of a discount where they can actually you know make their money back and then some and see william prints thousands of books at a time so that he can be down in that margin where he can sell the books cheap and and make sure that there's money for the comics 
backdoor to make money as well. But the books are like beautiful books. They're very good quality and they're awesome. You know, the content is amazing. Um, but the price, he, he prints enough volume so that he can meet those prices that the book is looking for, you know. Um, he's one of he's one of my go-to guys, William, right there in the chat. Okay, he's one of my go-to guys when people when people have questions or or they're they're in a snag or a stall, it's like I'll tell you, go talk to William. <laughs> he's got the, he's got the insight, and he's uh, you know I mean he's in like forty stores, and he's uh, working with a distributor and maybe future in the future a couple distributors. He's got you know he's putting in serious legwork. He calls retailers. Hey yo, check out this can i send you this you can look at it let me know if you like it maybe you're maybe your customers are interested in something like this he puts in legwork okay really trying to get his book seen he sold a couple thousand copies of, of one and two already so those are good numbers a thousand each i mean you know of number one and number two so you know i mean dude's putting out books and he's doing it by working not by hoping you know what i mean there's people that come out here and they and they put up a campaign and they just think kickstarter is going to market their book for them no 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 that ain't how this works yo no 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 no, no. <laughs> it's rather treacherous it's constant 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 it is pain it is consistency you will spend as an artist and a writer, I spent just as much time, if not more, promoting the damn thing than I did for putting it together. Mm -hmm. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. Big ouch. I would. That was painful. I got, the first one I did good. The second one I did better. But the third one I got to do a lot better because the second one I, I made miscalculations. Make sure that anything that you do when it comes to anything, you schedule ahead of time. Always, always, always. Yep. Give Please yourself a cushion. When you say, I'm going to have this done by, you think you're going to have it done by June, tell everybody you're going to have it done in July. Yes. Give yourself a month cushion for that. We don't have no ink, or you can't get paper, or whatever, shipping fucking delays, or, you know, I mean, there's so many things that interfere with fulfillment that can interfere with fulfillment you know so give yourself a month cushion who cares okay they're back in the book because they like the look of the book they don't care that much look i backed god like john malin's book it's not supposed to come out until like september of next year my goodness Care? i want the book you know <laughs> i'll wait for it you know i mean at least that's what he said it's not going to be ready till then it'll probably come out before that but he gave himself a cushion just in case who knows what this summer is going to bring? Lockdowns, you know, um, postal interference, you know. I mean, nobody knows. So give yourself a cushion. Don't ever assume everything is going to go perfect and according to plan. Ever. Because nothing usually does. <laughs> nothing ever works according to plan. It depends on how much the man plans for any type of any only Hannibal, only Hannibal gets that. I love it when a plan comes together. Only Hannibal gets that. <laughs> the rest of us 
work a lot to to fix the plans as they go around. The plan comes together. <laughs> we work a lot harder at it for sure. We Definitely. do. We do, and we do a lot of stuff. We're here to help you too, man. You have eight days left on this thing. Quite a bit. Um, how can we help you? How can I help? You? Or how well, can you know, um, I'll reach out to you guys on social media later. Please do so. Go in the madness and just scroll back a couple of days and look at all the different YouTubers that are there in the group. Okay. There's a lot of them. Um, all of them are approachable. I put them in the madness so you guys can find them. Okay. Let them know. I got eight days left. I need to be seen. They understand that's why we're here. Okay, we get it. You need to be seen. Okay, so get a hold of RJ Carter at Critical Blast. Let's start there. You know, get a hold well, of him. Definitely RJ Carter. He is a good soul. He saved my friggin' campaign. God bless him. And Pops too, but still. <laughs> <laughs> definitely get a hold of RJ and yeah. uh, he get on his show. William Pace. Uh, let's see couple others yeah we'll talk later i'll make sure you know There's we will talk later I, I really appreciate it uh drew that guy that was on the show with you the other night drew a drew e he has a show he does this there are so many people you know there's so many people that do this you know just get out there on youtube start looking at who's who's talking about comics and get in their chat and say hey yo i'm i'm ty i got a book called save the day let you got to get known by these people so that they talk about you in other people's chat. See, like you see how you see how COVID Kev just dropped this link right here. Okay, there are I appreciate people, COVID Kev. There, there are people that if your name gets mentioned on somebody's show, they will automatically pop your link in there just because somebody said your name. You got to get known. You see what I'm saying? You got to get on these chats. You got to get in these shows. You got to get known. And then it just becomes an, uh, an exponential. There's some people that just do what Kev just did on every show they're watching. There's people that do that. Okay. Frog Genie, Felix Haas, people that just share everybody's link. That's what they do. Yes. My goodness. Almost like, uh, almost like, uh, <laughs> A virus. Yes. And oh my God. A virus. It seems like an appropriate metaphor. It's like a contagion. Oh, it's like a hydra. That's a good virus. <laughs> that That's or, a good uh, virus. I don't know. Snowball effect. An avalanche. I don't know. I only yeah. uh, have a degree in English. I don't know what I'm talking about. Definitely though. Yeah, he knows. He knows. Check it out. Definitely look through the look through the group, man. Back go back a few days and you'll see 10, 10 or 12 different YouTubers. Okay. And all of them, we count on people like you to give us content. You know what I mean? Without without people like you, we got nothing to talk about. So true. Life is very boring. <laughs> Me and Pop. Well, I will say I really appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, you know, well, we, I, uh, I'm hoping this will move some numbers. And, I, you know, I, again, I just really appreciate uh, you guys giving me the time of day. Basically, it's all about networking and promotion. Okay, you've done the work. You, the book is ready. It's all about networking and promotion now. If, if you want to get the book in people's hands, you got to do the rest of the job. 
or you hire somebody like me. No. <laughs> there are people out there that do campaign management, um, and a lot of people will come to you and go, hey, man, I can run this campaign for you and make you a bunch of money. Um, be picky about anything like that. Be, research that real good because there's some people that will hit you. You, you get emails. I get emails. I don't even have a book. I get emails by people that want to run my campaign. Yeah, let's not do that. Okay. You see what I'm saying? They're scammers. A lot of, a lot of them are scammers. Not all of them. There are some really good people out there really trying to help. But at the same time, they're scammers. So be real careful, anybody that's offering their services to you. If you're not looking for that service and you're researching people that do that, don't be even talking to the scammers, you know, them, them email specialists. Scary. That makes a lot of sense. Oh, man, I'm sorry, Stone. I thought I sent you a link. <laughs> Our next oh, guest going, hey, man. You want to out, out? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. I'm all on top of my game today, baby. You can tell it's the Monday after Cromgon, can't you, Rick? Yeah. <laughs> I'm still recovering. <laughs> I'm trying to wash down all the vodka and tonics and friggin' white Russians and all the all the alcohol that I consumed with the gin and tonic. Oh, That's what it works. <laughs> Ty, look, eight days. Um, next you, can month, do, you can do it. Next Monday. I appreciate the vote of confidence. Check, check us out now. Next Monday, if you want to jump back out here, do something at the last minute or next Tuesday morning during the Tuesday morning brew. If you want to come out and do that last minute, hey, yo. Hey, bro. <laughs> you know, to Ramon. Hey, Simon's here. Hello, Simon. What's up, Sim? How you doing, bro? Wow. How you doing, Simon? All right. So, Ty, tell everybody where they can find you, bro. Okay. So, uh, yeah, just um, uh, you should be able to find it. Uh, go to kickstarter.com. Look up Save the Day. Uh, I imagine it's uh, probably not that hard to track down. Uh, you can also look up my uh, Twitter at at TYNearime. Uh, as well as my Instagram, where I have uh, those, uh, I post about the Kickstarter. Got anything else, Rich? No. I do not. Oh, he's always so animated. <laughs> he's a regular Jim Carrey. Ty, let me know. We'll have you out next Tuesday morning. Do a last minute thing on 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 your book before you're done. I appreciate the offer. Fantastic. I would like. I would. I would like that. And we, we are we gonna we gonna have the gentleman on the Monday Madness next week. Um. Well, that's what I said. Probably Tuesday morning might be better. Okay. All right. Tuesday morning we can we can work that out. Uh, the the Tuesday morning stream I did this last Tuesday, which was totally unscheduled and everything, was huge. I had a whole bunch That's of people awesome. watching. It was big, big, like for for me, you know. <laughs> oh, I was just, I was just trying to do some mystic thing because I didn't have my fog machine. 
plugged up and like it fucked up at the last minute. I was just like, ah, now I gotta, I gotta pretend to be a fog machine. <laughs> I got, I Thank got you, Rich. Me. There you go, Rich. Thank you. It's just, this is the essence of the fog. <laughs> What's up, guys? What's up, Pops? What's up, Ty? What's up, Rich? It's good to see you gentlemen machine. again. You got a fog machine? No shit. I need it. I need it like 24-7. You know what I mean? Like when you're in the mood for literally anything, you just throw on that fucking fog machine. <clears throat> I, and I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there. Oh, look at <laughs> Improvised fog machine. You know, wait a minute. Improvise, adapt, overcome. You, that's right, kids. kids Incredible special effects. Incredible. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like Michael Bay, eat your heart out, man. You know? How do you even spell Bay? Is it B A E B A Y E? Bay Bay Watch? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not knocking. Not, not, I'm not knocking his name or nothing. <laughs> don't. What's up, Bob? Good to see you, man. I missed you all year, bro. Bob, fuck. I missed the shit out of you, Pops, man. It's just the, the energy, the sincerity between you guys. It's just missed the living shit out of all that. And I'm so happy to come back to the community and just share ideas and just swim in this sea of creativity with you guys and just talk about this stuff. It's just, it, 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 it revives it revives you. I'm not going to lie because is you, you got to be a little bit crazy to be a creative, I believe, because there's parts of characters that live with you for a while, and you might be in the you might be in the cereal aisle of Walmart or Target if or Target for those who are bougie, and you might be talking to your <laughs> you might be talking to your character. So I said, "Who are you talking to?" I'm like, "I'm talking to you know my, the, the main character, duh." You know, because they don't understand what's going on here, right? So it's really nice to get back in uh, amongst my people. You know, I'll put that in big banner. I don't know, maybe in Comic Sans text, I, my people. I'm reminded of, because uh, my, uh, I would say, I don't know if I could really say this or not, but uh, yeah, back can. in high school, a little bit of college, I, I, did a, I did a bit of theater. I don't know if I would say my background is in theater, but I, I've taken classes. I've been in plays. And, you know, that still carries over into my writing where I will find myself just sort of reciting the lines that I'm writing back to myself and just making little faces like, oh, I, I don't know. But uh, and people that's will a great part. And be like, just give me the weirdest look. I'm like, oh, I'm working on something. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm working. I'm working on something. And that's isn't that great that when you when you you can if if, if, if you're writing something and you you so-called get into character right and 100 years you're, ago you're, they would have burned me as a witch i mean well you know they tried whether they burn bruno at the stake just because he was trying to ask some questions about hey guys look at the science they're like how dare you but uh <laughs> it's 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 um it's liberating when you can get involved into your craft and say like you know what how would that sound if i read this out well how would it look like and then maybe you were in the kitchen you acted it out while something's on the skillet, et cetera. You know what I mean? Oh, look, I mean, who's that handsome fella? <laughs> Doesn't look like me. I, is that me? He's got a lot less hair than I do. I'm, I'm just saying, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, there he is. There's that guy on the right. Who, yeah, who is that guy? guy? That guy. Oh, that, that fucking guy owes me fish nachos, man. <laughs> like three orders of fish nachos and $2. <laughs> and Rich, 60 cents. Rich, Rich, check, check that. Check that head. Yeah. And and look, look. 
Does that remind you of anything? Those two different, those two pictures? No, it does not. <laughs> not monster. <laughs> it's me. I'm the monster. Rich you know, you that. watch it. Me, me, me. I'm the monster. Rich, Rich did that to his head once on my show, Stone. He did, and I missed it. So, yes. Son of a bitch. He totally took all of his hair off right on my show. So, so what I'm hearing is that now that it's it's growing back, that there's a potential that it'll happen again. Is that what I'm hearing, yeah, Rich? Yeah, I don't is think that... he's going to let that happen again. Ah, that I hear the music from the movie Platoon when when Elias is shot and it's yeah. like crescendo, it's like, like <laughs> it like the flashbacks and shit, and I'm like, no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, oh. If I can just uh, interject for a section, I don't want to be rude by just leaving, uh, like, oh, uh, yeah. without saying anything, but I have animals to go take care of. So, uh, okay. again, nice thank you for having out, me so. on, and, yeah, hopefully I'll be able to come back soon. You guys yeah. take care. Like I said, take care, Todd. morning, man. Get with take me. Take care, Stone. You, All right. Have a good day. Later, Peace. Pop. Later, Rich. Later, it's, it's, just, it's, just, it's just a Monday. It's just Monday, you know what I mean? I woke up, I was like, damn, it's Monday? Holy oh, no. shit. You know? And and, and uh, I was waiting. I was waiting. I know folks may be listening or watching at home, and I, I know we would probably try to get into the meat and potatoes of what you see on the screen. But then when I got up, I was like, all right, now this is the time of the year where, like, after the holidays, you're like, what is life like right now? What is what are we having? What do we have to accomplish? And so when you go inside the we go inside the store, nobody's there. After everybody was like, you know, bumping up against each other as if it was some sort of you know messed up orgy, just over groceries, right? Dude. And then now you go there, and I'm like, where? What? Everybody's gone. Everyone's <laughs> just that we don't know what to do. These are the days, you know. And this is these are the how do you say the void? This is the week of the void, where it's like after the holidays and all the. Euphoria, etc. <laughs> where, where, where is everybody? Where are you motherfuckers at? Anyway. Uh... <laughs> so, the journey of the shadow. What? Is that pops? The journey of the shadow. Journey of the shadow. Yeah. Look, look, Rich, look. Why? Censored, censored, censored. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, censored. censored. I don't censor shit. F A. I will throw them titties out. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I thought about that. Um, you know, like, okay, so these, these images, like, that I slapped up there, I said, well, I put this much work in. So I get the sensor bar right, and I just upload them to you know my website. But then I thought about it. I said, "Well, it's my fucking website. Why can't I just have the titties out there?" You know what I mean? And I just never took the step from there to say, "Well, just you know, free the titties." Hashtag free the titties. So I didn't. It, it's, it, they're there. I mean, you leave it to the imagination, and that's going to be the incentive for somebody to be like, "Man, that that's going to look good by the time that sensor bar is removed." Um. Yeah, so Journey of the Shadow, you know, this this thing that's coming up, and I just finished this. I gotta I gotta say it right up in front, guys, that Darkness Falls is literally coming soon. And I just finished compiling the manuscript, you know, the raw manuscript. 
last last night because I said today's Monday. Right. I, I can fin- I finished compiling it last night. Incentive to pay to see them titties. You damn right. Damn right, Simon. <laughs> see, Simon knows. Point at you, Simon. Improvise, adapt, overcome. Mm. And uh, <laughs> I finished. It, it, you know, this this project was um, originally called Volume Two. A little bit of backstory and a little bit more backstory behind that volume one which is you know has already been released on kindle and you know you can get physical copies and whatnot originally volume one was merged with what was become volume two and then i i I got hell yeah brother i got volume two you know separated you know when you were in chemistry class and they asked you to separate the liquids and make some sort of solid as it you know coalesces on the bottom of the tube anyway so volume two manuscript came out into existence i think around maybe 2009 2010 and that's around the time i hopped into college and um then when when the plague hit around yeah like april 2020 i released volume two as like a pdf because it was just rough i didn't send it to any editors or nothing like that i didn't release it to kindle direct publishing and i said let's just put some more creativity out there just for folks to have something different, you know, in their lives. But then, then 2020 kept happening. And then I re-examined what volume two or what journey of the shadow was in itself. I was like, damn, I didn't know the story was a lot bigger because it, it, I said, well, we can explore a hell of a lot more of the human experience. We can explore a hell of a lot more of topics like philosophy, the duality of man, uh, you know, pluralism, uh, existentialism, you name it. I said, especially now that we're looking at, on the screen here, if I can direct your attention, these are the three uh, goddesses of the universe. You know, I, I I chose a matriarchal system for a reason. I'll get into that later. But as it oh, says, uh, okay, cool. goddess, what's that? Milf. All right, cool. I, I yeah, milf. You. Yeah, milf these God. are mothers. Milf. Yeah, yeah milf. That's what I told Shikari <laughs> when I worked with. I said, listen, I said, Shikari, bro, these are the milfs of the universe. All right, so we gotta. We, we, a- that's. Period. He's like, I get it. I'm like, all right, cool. Man, so, what's that, Rich? Man, these are the greatest memories I've ever seen rendered. <laughs> wait, wait, till you, wait till you see him. Wait till you see him on, you know, with what? a copy on top of that. But anyway, yeah, God is so. And oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. There's, uh, the there's. What's that? I found the merch. Yeah, that's, you found the merch, the merchandise oh, set. I, I gotta the keep merch- going. Where are we? Where are we on that? Oh yeah. What on the merchandise? No, no, on the website. Is it like farther? What I'm, what you guys are looking at right now? Did I miss it? What are you looking for? What are you I'm, looking I'm for, bro? Looking for where you are right now. I'm oh, just... we're at the top. Oh, it's, it's at yeah, yeah it's it's right, right at the top. Yep. Alrighty. There we go. And then you know you see the blur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see right there where it says "Download Darkness Falls Chapter One for Free." Check it out for for fucking free, guys. You you know, try it before you buy. You know what I'm saying? You know, maybe some people are. Question to you, Stone. Pops, go ahead. Shoot. Are there any first edition number ones left? Um. Uh. Yes, three of them. Uh, I'm looking at the box right now. It's like, okay, I have. Three uh, first edition copies of Volume One left. Oh, I'm, I'm looking at you right here. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I like them first editions, <laughs> bro, especially when they're running out. You hear there, what I'm saying? You know, there there are only three left on the planet. That's it. That's it. Physical copies. You, you're not going to find any more first editions online. Uh, there you go. Oh, thank you. you. Thank you so very much, Simon. I, I didn't know where in the world, where in the world did I put that Twitter link? You know, but hey, it's just it, like I said, Monday's a blur. And when you're doing stuff like, oh, I need to market this. Oh, my gosh. I, made, I need to make sure this link is up here and blah. You're a one man army, right? As we all know. So things will, you know, slip your mind. But thank you so very kindly, Simon. Um, there are only three, if I could digress for a moment, there are only three. Yeah, he just companies. made it so I can find you too. See that? See that work? Look at, look at that. See? It's a family. We're a big, fat, happy family. You know what I'm saying? Instagram.com slash J-O-T-S store. That's the official store page on Instagram where Instagram allowed me to post the titties and the MILF hips and the birthing hips and stuff because, you know, they're... And when they released their new terms of service, it made it much harder to try to post anything. So I was just like, we have got to make these sense bars bigger, blah, blah, blah. So Instagram.com slash J-O-T-S underscore store is the official store page that you can browse through my entire catalog of uh, products. Oh, man, we got prints, five by seven high resolution prints like these. Look at that. That's uh, the artist sofa. Look at that. This is uh, First Lieutenant. Arlette Savater of the uh, Devonian Military Police. And this artwork was rendered by Sofa or Sophony 31. Absolutely that brilliant. Officer? Yeah, this is this is a first lieutenant. This is a military officer. This is her day off. I like to call this artwork. This is her day off. Arlette's day off. I'll, I'll bet it is. And uh, that sundress, I always envisioned her wearing something really pretty because her personality suits it. Like a, like a sundress, and let me see if I can get it closer before the camera blurs. You God. guys can see the spaceships and shit, and the uh, rose petals going. It's what's that? Oh no, I'm just looking at the the titties with the glare on it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're all about the titties over here, okay? Uh, um, like, let, let, I'm, I'm, yeah, like, I'm becoming a, I'm becoming a dirty old man, so I might as well embrace it. Just embrace um, it. Just don't find it. Uh, uh, the the art it, the art in and of itself is really really lovely. It really is. You, you, whatever you did, you put together a really very talented team. What you're doing. Thank you, Rich. I'm you are, coming you from are, you. Are, you're a veteran, my friend, and uh, I'm I'm just an author for crying out loud. I haven't been. I like. I haven't set foot in any comic office or doors or work with any representative or something like that look all that shit is so overblown and it's so overdone i i mean this is gonna sound like i'm gonna brag and by by no means is it when i was at marvel and at far less at dc but when i was over yeah. at Marvel, you know i'd be able to walk into the fucking offices every so often at will you know, yeah. and it really is all it really is. It's just another silly office with a bunch of Marvel pictures. That's really it. You're you're not missing much. You know, I mean, maybe you, you get here, folks. the whole fan fandom thing, whatever the hell it's supposed to be. When you meet the editors, and you right, meet the right. original artists there, but but that it's so much more fluid now with the advent of crowdfunding and the and um, with the software that's available. You know, it's, it's yeah. actually better to cheat, even though it's more expensive down the road, it's better to pick up the Adobe programs on the monthly basis than it is 
if you just get the damn software outright because that's easily a thousand dollars if not a dime you know and it, 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 i'm listening rich to do you know and right. uh, if you have an i i mean if you have the drive and you have the ability to organize something along those lines as well as keep a story as well as put together a website as well as promote this thing to its logical conclusion um you work just as hard as any publisher of any type of scale you know so yeah i guess she could say that it's like yeah i don't have an office f it who cares you know who i mean cares well who at this point cares? I, mean, yeah. I will say that covid has taught us a lot of things it's just it's like you know that we don't we, we, that, well first off there's a lot more important things than having to do all the stuff that we used to do before um I'd like to think all of us are a lot closer together because we've been separated for such a great length of time. Um, I also like to think that we've all become a little bit more, we, we've all developed a greater sense and ability of ingenuity when it comes to trying to get things done. I mean, if it wasn't yeah. for Pops, Pops has opened up something yeah. that is just so far reaching that he's only hit the tip of the iceberg and he's been already been at it for two years. It's right. It's that's that's growing. amazing. If it wasn't Pops, more than half, I'd say, dare I say, two thirds of any campaign that went out um, would have failed. Would have failed because of Pops' exposure, and not just that, because of the dedication that he has. And I show, I see that similar dedication in this website that you have, and these characters that you've developed, and the artists that you've managed to garner. And bring in together for all of this stuff. This is just drop dead incredible. I, I love it. It's beautifully. Thank you, Rich. I gotta say it again. I gotta say it again. I gotta say it again. Say it again, Pops. Look, if y'all ain't putting out this badass shit, Pops got nothing to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But still, you know, but everybody is. So. And they're there. Pops. Whether they're good or, uh, really terrible um it's you who make sure that at least people get to see what's out there much i don't give a shit what anybody says you do it on a much grander scale and with much more flair than most everybody else does and again you're more dedicated because you allow some of these people more than once to do this i'm i'm a recipient of such generosity as well as about three or four people i can name off the top of my bloody head I mean, one yeah. we just talked to earlier, a few minutes ago. You know, <laughs> Pops does not stop. You know, and Pops is, don't stop. That's no, right. and this is the reason why. I, this is the reason why I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do this for Pops, and I'm gonna be on this show for Pops, and I'm gonna do this drawstring with Pops. And who is Big B Wild and all that shit? You know, I mean, <laughs> he knows what we're talking about, but it's just it's like. Be being around someone who's as dedicated to what he does as I'm dedicated to what I am, and what how dedicated you are to what you're doing, it, yes, it's extremely enlightening because it's like this is a very small, it's almost incestuous industry that we have. And when I say incestuous, everybody knows everybody. Yeah, and I mean Alabama increases on that. So. <laughs> I, 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 I get it. I was gonna say, I, all right. I was just like, dude, it's your uh, sister. I, I used to live in the yeah, South. My big sister's I, here. I, I used to live What's in the South, trust me. You know, but um, <laughs> you know what? Pops oh, my sister's stop. in chat. 
That's by that, yeah, uh, that's, that's Stone's sister, man. I'm, I remember talking to her last year. She's awesome. That's awesome. She's, she's um, if I if I may, that's um, her name Pebbles. If you guys know, what's that? Is her name Pebbles? No, uh, no, <laughs> no. But that's her new name oh, now. Oh, <laughs> oh, now <you> <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Sakita. Your new nickname is Pebbles now. Since I'm Stone, you got to be Pebbles. <laughs> Oh my but God. I, wanted, I wanted to say that this book, um, or actually Journey of the Shadow there. in general. Put that back up there. There we go. Now show them how thick that oh book is. Oh my God, look oh, at yeah, that. Oh yeah, here we go. That's a book, that, y'all. Holy shit. That's a whole that's ass a book, book, guys. I love it. This is uh, volume one. And if not for this lady in chat, that my big sister, I probably would not have pursued publishing, let alone going further. <laughs> Damn, I know, Skeeter. You just have to live with it. Thank you, Pebble. Thank, thank you. <laughs> um, but if not for her, I wouldn't have pursued publishing because it was like in 2016, basically my second year of, of my PhD classes, right? And she looks at she looks at me, and I'm typing away because I got some downtime, and I'm typing away at this uh, manuscript, and she's like, "Well, you need to get that thing." But I think she cussed me out that time because she was holding oh. her son. And uh, I was just like, okay, well, all right. And so then I did it. And so in August of 2017, I published volume one. And so on the first page of the book, it reads, I dedicate this book to the youngest of my six older sisters, Sakina Abdullah. Thanks for convincing me to pursue this work. Sorry it took 14 years, sis. And so I, if not for that lady, uh, all of this, because I didn't think, I'm going to be dead honest with you guys. I didn't think that folks would take an interest in, you know, these ideas that I that I had this brewing in my head since like 2001, right? I have like manuscripts and like notes and bullet points written in old, you know, leaflet paper and stuff. I used to work as an AutoCAD technician at a countertop manufacturing small business. And during lunch breaks, I would take a physical notepad with me. And during my lunch break, I would write out my ideas. So by the time I get back home, this was like 2005, 2006 or something. I throw on some Soundgarden, Super Unknown, or some shit like that, or some Alice in Chains, and just start typing away. Uh, oh, uh, Sakina says, um, I'm going to tell you guys, I'm going to quote, Pebble says, I'm going to tell you guys, I had moments reading The Hunger Games where I had to walk away and be like, it's too much, I need a break. I had those moments reading Volume One's manuscript. Seriously, the man put in work. Thank you. So, uh, I am completely later. unsurprised at that. I am completely unsurprised that Stone has put in any type of work on anything uh, like to that you are a wow you're a pat you are an inspiration my friend thank you so very kindly rich um and I, and I, that, I, that, that here go ready ready pops pops i just fanboyed all over the floor i know i was waiting for it god now i have a mess i gotta clean up oh don't uh, worry i i got a bucket I, I brought a bucket. That's He's gonna help bucket too. Lost an ocean. What am I supposed to do? Oh, uh, well, let's just call it the Ghostbusters. That's what we're, you know. Who are you gonna call? <laughs> Ghostbusters. Uh, you when you come, you. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Um, oh, by the way, if there's any kids watching, there's gonna be some profanity. So just shield your, cover your ears and eyes, oh, kids. We, we, oh, we stay in school. We're Cover always, always ready for that. Mm. Well, what? Always oh. ready for that. There we go. The opinions on uh, the phone. Uh, hey, wait, pops, leave that up there so I can say it in my radio voice. <clears throat> <laughs> 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 
The opinions in the following broadcast are not necessarily the opinions of the Monday Madness Comic Talk with Pops Van Zandt. Comic-related madness, its staff, contributors, or sponsors. This show is TVMA. Viewer discretion is advised. <laughs> All right, Rich. All right, Rich. Do it in your voice. Do it in your voice. <laughs> Come on, Rich. <laughs> Come on, Rich. I want you the Ricky it. Gervais version. Please. <laughs> Yeah, I don't care. I just don't care. You're going to die. Not necessarily the opinions of the Monday Madness comic talk at Pop's Best Sense. I don't care either. The madness and its staff and its contributing sponsors. The TV show is TV Ma. That's not how we say it in the States, it's how we say it in Britain. TV dash ma and TV you just ma. advised, although I advise you to not even bother watching or reading any other comics aside from anything that Pops puts out or anything that he promotes. Do you know why? Because on Marvel Comics, they say they're woke, but they're not. They're full of shit. A majority of those are on Netflix and Disney, which are poisoning the atmosphere and everything else. So they're lying. I don't care. Matter. Go ahead. Take your little trophy and go home. Yeah. <laughs> go home. <laughs> take a trophy, take your Harvey Award, place it in an area where the sun would never shine, but it would always smell, and make sure that you bring it home with a plum. Please. <laughs> the clip doesn't run it every time. <laughs> Thank you, I don't care. I don't care. How are you doing? Care. Hey, Miss Reyna. Hello. Oh, Jonathan Brooks. We got Jonathan, Jonathan. Brooks in the chat. What's Jonathan going Brooks on, in the man? house. What's up, Jonathan? How you doing? You, uh, what is, what's on the screen here? Oh, there we go. Uh, interviews. <laughs> interviews. Someone uh, saying hello on the bottom. Who's that? What's, uh, uh, let's, well, Jonathan at the top. Brooks. Jonathan Brooks. Uh, hello, Mr. Brooks. Yeah. Fa um, uh, did you guys Yard like the product there. placement on this one? <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> uh, I, have, I have some critical blast condoms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, I've got. Jonathan, it's good to see you, man. Pedro. Oh, yeah. oh, guy is like... I love Stone's laughter every time it feels like he's coming out of a lamp in a puppet. <laughs> 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 well, I don't want to tell anybody, but after I heard Stone read off that little like uh, sensor thing and everything, I um, I got a chubby. I have yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually aroused when he did that. I was like, "Oh man, I'm a shit." <laughs> oh shit! Man. Thank you, Sim, for dropping the links. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Made me lose my train of thought. Uh, that's fine. That's fine. Hey, at least you had one. I mean, I had. Hey, hey there, we, there we go. That train is out of the yard. Uh, Pops, I was going oh to say God, something about this interview section. Uh, we we did something. We we got on NBC the other week, and um, uh, who is it? Was it on Poppy? Did she interview you? Yeah, Zerlina Maxwell on her uh, show. I guess they said you know tonight with Zerlina. What's that, Rich? I was like, who interviewed you on NBC? I thought it was Hoda Kotb or something. 
Oh no, no, uh, maybe, maybe one of these days, but it was, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? But we had Zulina, uh, Maxwell, and this funny, funny story that uh, on Instagram, there was a gentleman who like takes a lot of photography and he loves sci-fi and stuff like that. And he, he got in contact with me. It turns out that he was a rep at NBC. I was like, what the, what the fuck? And so he was like, listen, I love what you do. It's just out of the blue. He's like, I love what you do. I told Zulina and our executive producer about who you are, what you do. I send the website and all this other type of shit. I was like, you know, and by, by the way, this is just a Tuesday morning. It was just a Tuesday. And I was like, okay, well, he said, well, we need to set you up to get interviewed. And then wouldn't you fucking know what it, it happened? Because Zerlina, she's an author herself. And she also happens to love sci-fi. And then she also lo- happens to love strong female character leads and stuff like that. So, I mean, and the executive producer. So they were like, they were all about it. I was like, well, thank you guys so very kindly. Because that's a humbling experience. Number one, I didn't know the first step towards, like, how do you, like, get in contact with any of these like major news right. networks or whatever. And then just by, and this is what I was telling some folks, cause I did Instagram live the other day. And I said, this is just a function of trying. You don't put some sort of boundary on your face or in your mind to say, well, if I don't hit X or Y percent, then this won't happen. Well, number one, none of us have the power to see tomorrow, period. There's almost 8 billion motherfuckers on the planet. And not one of us, regardless of how much money we have or don't have or how much spirits that we've accumulated on this earth, none of us have the power to see tomorrow. So the only power that you have is to try. So I said, all I'm doing is just a function of trying. And that's uh, obeying what my old, uh, what my father told me, may God rest his soul. And he says, son, just keep on trying. I'm like, yes, sir. So once I talked to Zulina, um, suddenly, folks, you know, it I mean, it, it happened before then, which was kind of surprising, because as you see, there's some things I got interviewed by some mm-hmm. affiliates of Fox and CBS and NBC about this thing. Um, oh, yeah. Then I got. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. See, I'm forgetting. There's a lot happening here. Um, author Michelle D. Jackson talked with her. And uh, here in Mississippi, we have this um, magazine called Jackson Free Press. And they did an interview with me about I was like, wow, this people kind of kind of like it. It's surprising. Um, and then wouldn't you know it, the Mississippi Arts Commission, they found out about me and they said, hey, why don't you apply for, you know, these 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 grants here? We're supporting like artists because, we you know, we've got uh, was it Faulkner and Eudora Welty and Richard Wright and so many other authors, let alone other creatives. I mean, Morgan Freeman, for example, that that come from Mississippi. Right. And they say, look, we need to keep representing so wouldn't you know it, for three years in a row, they awarded me that. You see it on the right side of your screen, folks. Three-time Literary Grant Award winner, uh, which is absolutely humbling. I couldn't – I was just like, thank you guys. You guys believe in during the shout in the South, for crying Look out loud. Look how much his nothing... hair grew in one year, Rich. <laughs> what? <laughs> Look how much his hair grew in one year. <laughs> <laughs> It's just skyrocket. I put some what I did. Well, I just put fertilizer on it. I just put the fertilizer. And then you know I went to the chopper. Remember, I got my hair cut in March. And then I, I cut it again. I know. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Yours would look just like that. <laughs> wow. No, his looks better. I, I had. That, I had it doesn't look better, Rich. 
Well, well no, no, because when my hair grows out like that, it doesn't grow long. I actually, after a while, if I leave it alone for about six months, I look like lead singer of Air Supply. So, oh, oh, oh. yeah, we're, we're not yeah. going to do that. He's got yeah, the no, Leo no, no. Sayer thing going on. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it, it goes, I swear to God, proper oval. It just looks, yeah, you know, it just, yeah, it just it poofs. Yeah, it's, it's not, it's it look. just flattens, and, it, it, and eventually I would look like flat top from Dick Tracy because it's so thick, <laughs> and it's you know, so thick stone that you can't get a clipper through it. You got to chop it with a you got to chop you need to, you need to get like some hedge clippers yeah. on that, you know, on that sucker. Like, man, girlfriends ago. You know, I needed to do that after a while. You needed you know? to, yeah. But we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll discuss about hair treatment and relaxers, like maybe after the show. You know, sometimes and, you know. that forest is a little stinky, but you know, I I gave it the benefit. of the doubt. <laughs> That's right. You have to at least give yourself the benefit of the doubt, Rich. Well, I did. I held my I, my nose closed, you know, so I was all right. <laughs> you know, Hail Tech. Uh, my God. Oh, so the feature part, guys. I have a. I I said it before. That I have a store, and um, uh, we're officially uh, this. This is a, Journey of the Shadow is an official business entity. Uh, I got my business license. I'm doing business as Journey of the Shadow in the state of Mississippi, and um, I got certified by the Mississippi Development Authority as a minority certified business. I was just like, okay, well, that's nice. And then I was like, well, how do we get certified on something on the internet? So then I went to Google, and if you type on Google, if you type in Journey of the Shadow, you'll see uh, Journey of the Shadow pop up as a business with that nice little blue check mark that we serve the North American continent because I'm still, you know, working out international shipping and all that other type of shit. But oh. we're uh, we're we're uh, official, we're official business, uh, you know, up through and through. So we got a store. Okay. We, yo, pops. Yo, we got people that are working on that problem. Do, that that do international you. shipping issue. That international we shipping have people issue. That are trying to figure out ways to beat this. So keep hmm. an eye out in the madness. You know, keep an eye out on what RJ is doing. Keep an eye out on what a couple of these other people are doing. Uh, Sim has Sim lives in Canada. Okay, a guy who he can send everything to in America to ship out. Gotcha. So he doesn't get nailed with that every single you know, time. Every comic getting that, that heavy postage, right? Right, so he's right. Like putting them all in one box and sending them to somebody down here, and then that person shipping them all out. Gotcha. Oh, man. So there are people that are awesome. working on these things and trying to figure out ways to beat this ridiculous international shipping it's problem. stupid. It's absolutely yeah. stupid. I, I, I'm, uh, I, I'll I went, keep an eye. I want UPS. UPM? UPS. I want UPS. Um, what would have cost... I, I live in the United Kingdom, and what would have cost me probably oh. about 400 pounds... Uh, for the amount of books that I sent over. Now, these are like 60-page hardcover and softcover books, like 40 of each. It's not light. Um, oh, yeah, no. Uh, about 110 American. No, 110 pounds. 110 pounds. That's that, not bad for that freight. Yeah, and it, it showed up when it was supposed to be. So, yeah, I'm going to use that mm. from here on in. But, Pops, I'll I'll keep an eye out. Yeah, for, I like, mean, I'll let you... you know. We get when when something finally is solid that everybody yeah. knows they can count on. 
we'll, we'll definitely be pushing the hell out of it. <laughs> <laughs> because we all need it for crying out loud. Yeah. You know, because I got um I got I got fans in South Korea, Indonesia, Germany, Austria, France, Spain, Portugal, Ukraine, for crying out loud. They they've all these are all people that you know, like they go to the Amazon site and they purchase the you know Kindle or the other physical copy. And then they can read it in the English version because that's the only version that's available. Pure later. Uh, Simon, yeah. when you got a business, you open a, a Pertilator, UPS, you get Pure later, yeah. Pure well, later. used to work for Pure later, like way back in the 70s, man. Wow. <laughs> shit. Way. That's a long time, man. Mm. There you go. Okay, Simon. I appreciate that. I'll hit you up. Um, that's what this is all about. Everybody helping each other out. That's, is, that's why we do There you go. You know. networking that's that's the reason why we do this right because yep. we're trying to see each other succeed um yeah but on, on that note my friends um we got a store here crying out loud all these are prints and i say it looks nice on the computer screen but i said let's go and look in the box and you can see like what like size oh, they are these are five oh. by seven prints here we go sorry for the glare and that's uh mercenary Elite mercenary, my bad. Elite mercenary Tatiana Ordovisha. She is. Um, she was created by a supernatural genius. That's Natalia Artemis, who would used to be the head of research for the now NX Ordovician Empire, Class Four civilization. And this artwork was done by Ayasap. And um, she just has a a knack for like battle lady and like how to get that bodysuit and all that other type of shit. So. This was uh, recently done. She's also working on the Shadow Maiden, I should say, which is uh, that lady. Um, but yeah, this, this these are three three piece print sets. So you get um, the standard costume, then you get like the you know the less standard, and then you get the you know fully frontal, and that's the third piece. Um, one big, one big. There we go. That's Jesus, the Shadow Maiden. God in heaven. <laughs> Look at what well, can I just direct you all's attention to her eyes just just a second. Just a second. No, Those eyes. No, no. This lady, I know. I know. Who was this again? This is the same artist is, you mentioned before. What's that? Is this the same artist you mentioned before? Uh no, this is a different artist. She's from Iran and uh her name's Kat Chan. That's her handle. Kat Chan. Oh wow. And um what she made this. Is she here or is she is she in the States? No, she's in Iran. Like literally what? right right now. She's literally in That's Iran, like right now. Dangerous for her to be painting stuff like this. Oh, she's fine. <laughs> she's, and I, I said I said that was some nonchalantness. Underground. It's underground. They've got they've got it figured out. The not safe for work artists and stuff like that, they're over there. They got it figured out. But this is the Shadow Maiden. Can't say her name. Um, this is the portrait series, and I just absolutely love what she did. Those freaking eyes. I've been I've been envisioning these eyes for like way too much time. And then when I, you know, gave her the description and stuff like that, she just she just nailed it. Memories are flooding back to me. I know, me too. You're not the only one, Brad. <laughs> but uh <laughs> that's from Cat Chan. And another one from Cat Chan is I call the um what I call this the Spicy series. Oh, I think it was seriously called. Oh. But this one is uh, Goddess Rosaria, and there are multiple lingerie 
set. So I was just like, we have got to do some spicier stuff. Redheads. I've got, yes, pop, say it, say it loud, say it proud. I have an unhealthy weakness for redheads. Yeah, unhealthy. And uh, that's why, oh, if you guys can see, well, there she is right there. Guys, Rosaria. Guys, Rosaria. This is also done by Kachan. And uh, there's a whole series of these with Goddess Rosaria, as you see, Goddess Evelyn, the Mother of Souls, and uh, the Shadow Maiden. Now, the, um, the sundress was... picture, I didn't know there was a uh, a uh, a nice version of that. Oh, yes. Yes, there are nice, oh, there are nice versions. <laughs> <laughs> I am the genie of the lamp. <laughs> um, there are really nice, really nice versions, as you can see. Um, that there's like a red like swimsuit, like lingerie type alternative. Yeah. And uh, then there's, there's you know, censored version. <laughs> yeah, the censored version that, you know, I'm not going to flash up here. You, know, you, but. you can just slide that in with my first edition and they, you just slide that one in with my first edition. You know. With the first edition, just like right <laughs> under the table. <laughs> I want to slide something in that first edition. <laughs> Stop it, Rick. Stop. I'll try. I'll try. Um, we, we got, got shirts, I know, phone all cases, trying. all kinds of stuff here. All cool. kinds of shit, guys. You got swag. That's me on Twitch. I try to get on Twitch, but you know that's a work in progress. Man, I can't um, get nobody to watch me on Twitch, dude. It's it's it, it's 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 you know you, you you gotta you gotta be one of these uh, millennials or these the younger millennials, I should say, because I'm an older millennial and I just don't get it. Like I'm not. I don't know how to do yeah. it. Watch this. Um, I'll even try again. Let me see. Hold on. I'll even try okay, to get right. these people. We're all holding. Hey, if you're on Twitch, follow us over there. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if that works. Let's I just give it, no a, just give it a shot. There, man. I you're get no love time. over there. But while you're at it, join the madness on Facebook. You know, uh, all that. Yep, get it. Um, the madness is great. I love it. Um, where was I going? Yeah, guys, but the greatest thing. <clears throat> That's happened. Yes, I'm really grateful that uh, for Mississippi Arts Commission yeah, for for their you know all their all their generosity. Um, oh yeah, and then you go further into the character backgrounds and stuff oh, like yeah. that. And this is I'm glad that we're at this part of the webpage because the second novel has been completed. The second novel has been compiled. I put all the word docs together. I slapped into a PDF, and you know by the time January rolls around, I can send it to the editors and whatever. But Journey of the Shadow, Darkness Falls is a thing. And um, between Volume 1 and Darkness Falls, I, you guys remember when I showed them how thick this book is? Mm -hmm. Like, like oh, it's just yeah. as thick of, mm -hmm. as the ladies, right? It's just as thick as the ladies. Well, Darkness Falls is 6,000 words short of being twice as long, meaning it has 174,000 words. It's, that's a big old book. I'm talking about J.R.R. Tolkien book. I, I, I didn't mean for that to be that way, but that's what happened when I reevaluated what Journey of the Shadow meant to yours truly, and then what I was trying to communicate through all these characters. Um, Pops, if you don't mind, if you can scroll up to the, the the top where the characters were. I think I saw my man, Sumisu. And then, yeah, there he is. So the whole premise of Journey of the Shadow is this guy, 19-year-old Commander Smisu, right? He, he noticed he doesn't have a last name, and that's no spoilers or nothing. But uh, I'll read it. Considered a prodigy of supernatural powers by Grandmaster Sansai himself, Commander Smisu leads the charge 
to stop the resurrection of an ancient evil before all souls on earth are consumed. If Samisa fails, the Novum Goddesses suffer ruin, and so shall the universe. Do, 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 do. So he's the so one that's, protecting the memories? He's the one that's protecting the memories. We can't let those memories get out of, you know what I'm saying? No one else can touch them, okay? We don't we don't need that. Right, I got his <laughs> and, back. I, I got his now, back. All right. Let's go. He said, that, hell yeah. So <laughs> this is this is the other guy, Shujin Iwato. Um, I'll, I'll read it for the folks at home. Shujin Iwato's world changed from high marks in school uh, to embracing his destiny as a goddess's weapon, a force sought by two extraterrestrial civilizations. Now, Shujin joins his friend Sumisu in a fight that spans the galaxy. Adulting sucks. Shujin Iwato, I would say, is definitely like the uh, number two. He's second, you know, uh, MC in the story. And I would say that the story really revolves around uh, the, the the overarching mission behind Sumisu. And I'll show him again. And his, the, the title Journey of the Shadow really implies that Sumisu is that shadow. This is a journey that he's going through. Okay. So there's there's some extrapolation towards existentialism automatically in the title of the book. Um, I think next we have Shadow Maiden. I'll put in quotations. Aha. <clears throat> but for all of you uh, wondering why, why don't why don't we have her name yet? Don't worry. It's revealed in Darkness Falls. But for now, uh, it's going to be called Shadow Maiden. She's the mother of power. Uh, her humanoid form, and this is really cool. <clears throat> this is really cool that her humanoid form is like 239 centimeters so she's like seven foot something i forget seven seven feet like six inches seven foot eight inches so she, she's tall um but our legs. dark mistress of the universe what's that pops legs to her lunchbox right so oh she talking about <laughs> she's got legs for light years da 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 you see that guys you see what i did there um our dark mistress of the universe not much is known about the mysterious shadow maiden other than she is likely the most powerful deity in the universe mother power and third tier dimensional ruler and soon all shall kneel before her lest one man stand in her way Ooh, dot, 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 dot. so <clears throat> there's a matriarchal wait a system. minute now so you've What's got memories trying to take out the memories well, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm not saying that, Bob's. I can't give it away. I can't tell you what the mammaries are doing. Are they going to be bouncing one way, or are they going to be bouncing north, south, east, or west? I can't tell you. But what I can say, <laughs> what I can say, is that they play a huge role, a huge role in the entire uh, Journey of the Shadow series. There we go. Okay, so. Shadow Maiden is little sister in the matriarchy, okay? That's little sister. This is middle sister. Goddess Evelyn, mother of souls, Petrina of Devonia, second dimensional overseer of the ruler uh, of the universe. Um, th th yeah. And so she's looking for this humanoid anomaly. And she's looking for a miracle, something that was prophesied to, you know, be birthed into the universe. There's some weird stuff that takes place. I mean, hey, I'm weird. But this is what she's looking for because uh, Goddess Evelyn... And her sister, Goddess Rosaria, uh, there, there you go. That's the next goddess. That's that's big sister. Huh. Uh, keep, yeah, keep going. Oh, keep going. You're good. You're good, Pop. There you go. Goddess Rosaria. Uh, this is the one that made a prophecy about a miracle appearing in the universe. And so she and her middle sister are looking for this miracle to pop into the universe. Um, so in this matriarchy, and I want to say this about particularly about the goddesses. That, you know, you look at mainstream stuff and, you know, sure, 
every, everyone's used to the the Norse mythology. Everyone's used to the Egyptian mythology. Everybody knows about the Greek pantheons, the Roman pantheons. It's and stuff like that. I'm just like I'm 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 tired of it. I didn't want to mimic any of that. I didn't want to mimic any of it. I was just like, well, why can't we just come up with something ourselves? And one thing that I couldn't stand, one thing I can't stand personally as a writer, is all the idiosyncratic stuff that kept throwing uncertainty around. Like, what if they did this? What if they did that? I'm like, well, how do you make a separation from human behavior from a deity's behavior if they're going to have the same, you know, uh, uh, level of uncertainty as to whether or not how they make a decision? I said, fuck that. In the Novum patriarchy, they work on absolutes. For those who are familiar with mathematics, you get two big bars on the number that represents absolute value. What they say, that's what they fucking mean. And go. that means a whole lot to driving some, uh, how do you say, concrete and conciseness and uh, how things progress chronologically right. uh, throughout the throughout the story arc. And there's a lot of arcs. Keep Let's keep scrolling, Pops. Because <laughs> there's a lot of characters. <laughs> Princess Suzuka Devonia. She's the Imperial Commander of the Class Four Civilization of the Devonians, and they're the uh, they're the holy race of people made by uh, Goddess Evelyn. And um, someone said it earlier that not I, I shouldn't make them paper tone. Yeah, it might be my favorite. Never had a half naked woman say to me, "Surrender with your dignity intact." I haven't lived. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get an amen? I I, I tell you, I amen. love. Amen. Um, look at that age. She's thirteen hundred and seventy years old. It doesn't look like it because that that you know that I mean one, they're extraterrestrial, you know, species. But two, maybe they've been gifted by something because they're an ordained race from that lady from Goddess Evelyn, right? There's something about her. I'm not going to tell you what it is, yada yada, but I'll read it. Imperial Commander Suzuka is the crown princess of the Devonian Empire, she seeks to claim the mark of Evelyn, in quotations, and ensure her sole rival, mercenary Tatiana, doesn't do so first. However, there is yet another prize Zuka wishes to claim. Dot, dot, dot. And don't forget to sign up for... Uh, uh, to, to, thank you. Thank, thank you. Simon's like... He's like posting, posting. Yeah, well, see, thank you so very much. We, we, this, this is what I was talking about earlier with, with Ty. It's like all of our people, I give everybody a wrench so that they can share links. Yeah. Right. So that, you know, I mean, you know, that okay, simple. this, this is Simon's campaign right here. Right. Okay. okay. Yeah. Look at that. I, I give the, I give everybody wrenches. So that when you guys are watching, you can, you can post each other's links. And everybody can see what everybody's doing, whether they're right. on the show or not. You see what I'm saying? So, you it know, just, it's it for me, helps. it's a promotion and networking thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just that it's why make it harder? You know what I'm right. saying? Shit's hard enough out here. Just 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 post a link, just share it, go everybody to it. helps. Yeah, that's that's the thing. It's like um, like, do you I don't know if you know Frog G or not, but uh, Frog is a big supporter of everybody and he's a mod awesome. in almost everybody's channel and every That's time awesome. he hears somebody's name somebody's mentioned like if i'm on a show with rich and i say yo man stone was out here the other day dude will drop your link like right now as soon as your That's name's awesome. mentioned he'll drop your link in the chat once these, he's dropped once everybody gets to know you mm -hmm. just like with ty once everybody gets to know who you are you will be 
everywhere. You show up yep. in the chat, say hi on on Sim Show, you know, on on these other shows. Show up in the chat, say hi, get to where people know you. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There, there it is, here. Simon. Um, don't be selfish. Promote everybody. Yeah, promote others. That's right. Share it. Sharing oh, is caring. What's that? What's that, Rich? I, I was. I repeated what you said. Yeah, <laughs> sharing Rich, is caring. It's just Rich, bottom Rich line. understands we... the frog G thing. Cause I'll show you. Oh, Rich no. totally understands Ooh. the frog oh, G thing. No, Rich no. drew frog G. <laughs> 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 Holding the super ranch. You see what I'm that's, saying? You know. Yeah, I feel it. I feel it. I love that energy. It's, Come on. That's. I Rich. mean, we appreciate the people in the chat that that help do what what the main goal is, which is get yeah. eyes on what everybody's doing. That's why I'm here. I, I draw stuff that Pops wants me to draw, so I am having command. <laughs> So and I don't take advantage of that very often, but every now and then I'll be like, yo, Rich, man, you gotta go. <laughs> Rich, please. Can you please, Rich? Um oh hey, Pops, guess what? I got a surprise for you. We got, <gasps> we got I think two or three more characters. Oh. Yeah, oh my god. Characters. But you have show to more? click show more. Yeah, you gotta click show more. There she is. Ooh. There's that beautiful thing. I, your- I had to God help me and Lord and Oops. Yeah, that's the sundress, Rich. Mm. That's that's her. Mm-hmm. That's Arlette Salvatera. That's first lieutenant. And I saw. I said to myself a long time ago. I said we have got to have ourselves an elf-looking extraterrestrial species. And I said, and she's got to be chocolate. There's just no other way around it. I said, well, well, how do you think we can go about doing it? Oh, well, what about you know? How about you know how the Aboriginals look? I was just like, well, why why the fuck not? I just said, why not? And then in my head, you know, I, I bring these descriptions to all these illustrators, Shikari, ISAP, and Katjan, and whatever. And they're just like, oh, my gosh, that's so beautiful. They didn't they didn't draw her yet. They didn't do shit. They're just like, she's gorgeous. Because that's how I was envisioning her in my head all these years. Same thing for all these other characters. And so um, Arlette is a really super fucking special character in this story. And no spoilers, but you'll... Once you get your hands on Darkness Falls, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. But I'll read it. First Lieutenant, best girl, in quotations, Arlette Salvatore, of the Devonia Military Police, possesses uncanny strength that's only outmatched by her personality. Cra- uh, crashing to Earth, she discovers Commander Sumisu, a being whose heart exceeds his powers, but he's plagued by his own existence. Mm, perhaps the power she hides will be Commander Sumisu's salvation. That should be an indicator enough as to what will probably transpire in Journey of the Shadow. She's really important. Just going to say it. Just going to say it. Okay, roll the next uh, uh, clip. Roll the next clip, Pop. <laughs> and this lady. Purple girls. I love purple girls. Oh. I know. Isn't this is so way before way before Overwatch? me, bro. It's it's blue. It's, it's, I, I went with uh, Fierez, this guy from uh, uh, Colombia. When I reached out to him, I was just like, just make her like a blue, but kind of kind of purplish. He's like, I got your shade you're looking for, right? Yeah, he does. That's and good. and I said, um, I said, go for it. I just I just told him, I said, go for it. You just send me the shade, and I'll be like, look. So, this lady, Tetiana Ordovicia, this elite mercenary from the annexed civilization of Ordovicia, she was created by the supernatural scientist uh, Natalia Artemis, right? To, uh, yeah, as a defense against Princess Suzuka, the lady we saw earlier, right? So, 
this lady, her character, I'm not ashamed to say it, was it, it started primarily with Limp Biscuits Nookie. Literally. Like I said, what kind of personality does she have? She's a go-getter, she gives no fucks, takes no prisoners. And I said, what sort of song am I thinking about? And it was Limp Biscuits Nookie. So one day on Instagram, thank you, Simon. And uh, hey, same. Gotta love elves. Wait till you see my space fantasy babe. So, oh, can't wait. Can't wait, Simon. Uh, I'll, I have an auspiciously large boner waiting waiting on that, Simon. <laughs> he said <laughs> auspiciously large. <laughs> auspiciously large. You know, it doesn't matter if you're wearing great, you know, the sweatpants or jeans. It's just like, dude, would you put that away? I'm like, I, face, man. I, just, I, I can't hide it. What do you want me to do? It's right here. But you know, I'm sorry it's in your face, bro. But really, I just I, I can't do anything about it. Um, one one day, one day I post this artwork in my Instagram story, and uh, Fred Durst from Limp Biscuit he 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 liked it. I was like, wow. So thanks a lot, Fred Durst, for taking an interest in uh, Journey in the Shadow. And finally, and last but not least, is Natalia Artemis. This this ball of fire, the redhead. Uh, Supernatural Genius, I mentioned her name before, 5,169 years old, 69, nice. And look at that quote, it's hunting season and I'm hunting you, Samisu. That is, if, woof, good lord, that is enough to set fire to 30 countries. Nobody knows the true context. Nope. Which way she's hunting him. (laughs) Was it? Nope. (laughs) No one knows, but I'll tell you this. Um, My gosh, just Read volume one. I, I, I say this. To, I say this to people. Volume one is the shortest novel, but it's the intro novel. Hi, Teresa. What's up? Uh, Teresa, well, what's up, girl? Thank you for joining. Uh, hi. All the way from. What's that? What's that, Rich? I said hi, Teresa. Hi, <laughs> Teresa. <laughs> oh, stop, Teresa. Stop. Um, I, I tell folks that volume one is the introductory novel. This is a four novel series that I'm planning. Okay. Um, and volume one, it introduces you to the characters, lets you, you know, kick around the water, get a feel for them, how they interact, blah, blah, blah. But it doesn't really go into much detail, but there I am with a lot, lot less hair. Um, oh, shoots, man. When I was, yeah, here's all the nerd stuff I went through. Look at this. Um, I graduated from Jackson State with a bachelor's in, 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 in Earth System Science. And I, I mentioned before that I'm like a 12, 13-year um, like research-er because I was trying to build all that stuff up to eventually get to professorship. So by the time 20 years hits that I could get my, you know, get my tenureship at some university. But, you know, things happen in life and you got to, you know, some things are going to take a turn. Like I said, no one knows tomorrow. You can't plan for tomorrow. So, but I took all that stuff, that all that science that I've been interested in for so fucking long, right? You don't hop into hard sciences if you hate it, okay? So then I said, well, why can't we utilize some of this shit that we're researching and, like, throw it in a fun way into Journey of the Shadow? So a lot of my research, a lot of the things that I've studied, a lot of the things I've taught people, because I taught at the K-12 through level, at the undergraduate level, the graduate level. Pops, I was doing... Uh, artificial intelligence uh, and and machine learning on high performance computing supercomputers for the like a branch of the DoD, and I was That's doing that right. shit for like four years. And it's oh, me was- and you talking later, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, 
yeah. I, oh, I, yeah. I, could, I could go on all day about it, but my point being is that I said, man, all this life experience and all the things that you learn and concepts and stuff, I'm like, that's what you can derive inferences, you know, because creativity is an abstraction of reality. That's all, that's all it is. You're taking something that influenced you, inspired you in some dimension or another. And I said, well, why can't we do the same shit with what we've been doing for all these years? And so that's why I looked at like, uh, like Natalia Artemis. I said, I got to have a scientist in here somewhere, some super genius, supernatural genius. And I, by the way, no spoilers, but I know Natalia and Goddess Rosaria look alike, right? But just, just hold on, just hold that thought, all right? So don't, don't, don't look at those pictures and hold them together. Be like, isn't that the same lady? I'm like, no, no, impossible. But uh, my, <laughs> my point being is that uh, Journey of the Shadow, Darkness Falls, uh, takes a step further into the background behind these individuals, what they've experienced. They, they've got long histories. And my gosh, I could probably write another sequel series if I had the time. But um, they, Darkness Falls is twice as long as the first book because it expands on everybody's arc. You start to see more about Commander Sumisu, what he goes through on the day to day, what he's dealing with with this evil, right, that's confronting the planet. And now that this potential evil can cause an intergalactic, you know, genocide, let alone harm the overseers of the universe, literally the overseers of the universe. He's got to figure out that's a lot for somebody that's 19, right? That sure he's got all these amazing. That's it's it's just because he's got all these powers. There's one trope I wanted to kind of chip at that. Yes, we can have like a, a male leading character with a lot of powers and stuff, but he, that doesn't necessarily mean that he has all the answers. That doesn't necessarily mean that he has all the wisdom as someone who's walked the earth for 80 years, right? He's 19. He's got all these powers. He's still learning himself. He's still learning how to control these powers. He's still learning what his position is in life or this galaxy or the universe. So he's confronted with all these adversities, but he also confronts all these extraordinary individuals, which you, which we've just gone over. And so all of these, and in volume one, you'll see these characters come together. And there's like, there's comedy and there's, there's I like to put a lot of laughter in uh, my dialogue because laughter, man, that's like one of the key components of like gumbo of life right and um you know there's drama there's there's topics here and there there's nothing preachy but it gives you an opportunity to like dive into this world and like learn these characters and uh see them and see them come together to try to confront an adversity that nobody has seen before right and i th i'll say this one thing i think uh writing and media today is too focused on the deaths of characters. I think we're writing too many uh, graveyards <laughs> in literature, and we're not really taking an effort to explore the lives of characters, to see how they overcome struggle, to see how they overcome adversity, to yeah. see what strengths, how, how do they utilize their so-called weakness, right? And learn from that to defeat something. I think we've lost the value of that. And that's one of these reasons why, you know, some of us, and particularly in this later generation, um, are so downtrodden all the time because they don't see any inspiration. They don't see, well, how can I relate with this character to do X, Y, and Z? Well, my God, everything is focused on, well, this is my favorite character and they died. And then this is my next favorite character and they died. And then everybody's <laughs> dying. And then you look outside and everybody's dying. Like there's no life anywhere. And I'll quote my father, may God rest his soul. He says, son, 
wherever you go on earth, you give people life. So I'm just trying to obey what the old man told me. I said, well, damn it. It takes a hell of a lot more work. It takes a hell of a lot more work to write a lot of characters with a huge backstory and keep them over multiple arcs, multiple arcs right. over a four novel series. That takes a lot more work. And that explains and that expresses something about the effort and intention of the writer itself. I could have made a graveyard novel, my friends, Pops and Rich. I could have done something like, uh, what was it? What's the name of the uh, uh, journey? Uh, no, 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 no. Game of Thrones. Was that? The, yeah, it, I could have. Just keep killing people off one just after killing, another. Yeah. You know, one after another. And then, you know, they do that for the for the shock factor and this, that, and the third. I'm more interested in expressing to people how life flourishes and how we encounter adversity in life. How do we overcome those adversities? And no matter what kind of strengths that we have, no matter if we're supernatural this or metaphysical that, adversity is going to hit us, but how do we confront it? How do we succeed? That's the kind of message. That's the sort of theme that I want to give back to people to inspire. Because we need that now more than anything. I'm, 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 I'm sitting here writing, thinking to myself, what the fuck? Am I alone in this? (laughs) <laughs> you know, I'm looking at I'm looking at all this media coming from left and right, and everybody's dying. I'm just like, well, fuck that. I'm not I'm not going to do that. You know, for, for me, overcoming the adversities I've gone through, losing my parents, both of them in 2020, lost five friends. Not, not this is all non-COVID related. Damn. All in 2020. Damn. And I was just like, I said, there's this there's the lesson being taught here. And that's what you have the time to sit back and reflect, not regret, reflect, my friends. And that reflection allows you to open some doors and say, well, while I'm still here, why not give the gift of life, the perspective of looking at things in a different light, in a better light to other people? Why not? Why not do it? I don't want to focus on the deaths of some people. Yes, the death may happen, but what, what's the consequence of that? You know what I mean? You want to you want to give people something better particularly in this time. And art is a reflection, as we said, like the Renaissance period after the second Great Schism and the Renaissance period happened. You saw all this artwork take place. We had universities and stuff flourish. I say, well, we this, this, this bastardization of our creativity has got to stop. And I said, well, shit, it's got to stop with me as well. So yeah. Journey of the Shadow, Journey of the Shadow, my friends, um, it's not stopping with Darkness Falls. Oh, there's the poster. It's not stopping with Darkness Falls. Um, I'm planning for book three, Vengeance Theorem, to come out in 2023. And then the final book uh, is Sumisu Rising that should come out in 2024. And I should mention that both of these novels were drafted, both of them, in 2015. So I've got them on my computer, but I'm just like, let's, we can add a little bit more. Just like what happened to volume two, it went from 100,000 worse to 170,000 because, because life happened. Life gave me all these these ideas, and I said, "Well, fuck it, let's share it with people." And that's the end. That that's that, that that's the entire premise behind why we do what we do. You know what I'm saying? Well, but we don't do my, this because we I, hate it. I, I gotta let my buddy Rich go to bed. It's eleven o'clock over there where he lives. <laughs> Rich, <laughs> Rich, Rich. I'm sorry. I'm singing you to sleep. I'm sorry about the <laughs> I'm sorry about everything. Rich, go to bed. Rich. Everything you're saying is. Far and away, the most inspirational stuff that I have heard in quite some time, as in like well over a few years, if not a decade or so. 
The only reason why I am falling around and, and looking like I'm trying to utilize what neck muscles I actually have left uh, <laughs> is because I've been up since about 2 o'clock yesterday morning. So in three hours, I will have been up for 24 hours. Oh, no. Don't of a that. really big glass of gin has not helped me with my... Uh... <laughs> yeah. Hey, Rick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 11 a.m. tomorrow morning, bro. I, I wish you good fortune, but you do not need it because your brilliance and your talent outshines any type of luck anybody needs. Um, thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you for allowing me to say hello to you in, in, in the English language and stuff. I am tired as fuck. I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> Rich, okay, I will Rich. see you in the morning. I'll be out here about 11 a.m. with the Tuesday morning brew. What? Yeah, you don't have to do it. It's I'm just like I want a show that's not totally focused on comics. We have many shows that aren't just about promoting books. Yeah. Whatever show I'm going to be on is going to be about fucking comics one way or the other. Well, I mean, we're still going to talk about comics. It's just going to be I'm gonna wake up Tuesday morning. I'm gonna be like, I right, I got my copy. What's up, yo? <laughs> What's up? What's happening? Let's do this, bitch. Bye. I'm not scheduling guests or anything. Anybody shows up, shows up type thing, you know. Take care, Rich. I will see you. Stone, it's a pleasure to see you again. Bye. See you later, Pops. Good night, my friend. Bye. Thank you. Bye, For so the memories. The comic resolution is repeating itself. Marvel, Metal Hurling, and Image Comics are now... And now the indie comic industry, the new art revolution in comics are known around the world as the ninth art for a reason. For a reason. Amen to that, Simon. Amen to that. It's, it's, this is, we, this is, I would say something that, um, you know, I'll, I, I, I'm long winded like my dad. I get philosophical like my dad. I just can't help it. But the, the purpose of art is to communicate. That's the underlying and I said, um, well, maybe through Journey of the Shadow, right, in this construct that I see, a, you know, a bastardization of creativity because we shuffle our kids through school and we rip their creativity from them and then we punish them for trying to express creativity. And if they don't express it in the right way, then that's ripped away and then you just damage that inspiration at a at a pure developmental age. And that is one of the greatest tragedies of humanity. I, I would say, particularly in, in developed nations. Yeah. Um, draw. Let the yeah. kids draw. <laughs> just, just let, let them draw. Uh, listen, listen, pops, I can't draw for shit. I was trying to draw, you know, circles and things, you know, I, I tried, but then I found out, look at that. Look at that. So, yeah, hey, you're, you're 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 the new Santa. I'm just saying. <laughs> 360. I, drew that, I drew that last weekend during the open draw stream that we do on Sundays because yeah. I don't know what. Why that not? I, I don't know. I I don't get inspired like like an artist knows what they want to draw. They get inspired right. to draw something or or commissioned to draw something or whatever, and they just go right to it. Yeah, they I have to really be inspired. To pick up a pencil and draw. I mean, right. what I mean? <laughs> that's just that's just what you understand about yourself, right? With that particular yeah. medium, like that's that's really the same with it. me. I have yeah. to really feel it to even pick the pencil up or look for just a piece be, of paper to draw on. 
you know, I mean, I, I, I don't know how, you know, visual artists do it, but then by the same, I would say by the same extension, visual artists will, you know, come to me to be like, well, how did you come up with these characters? Like, 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 like Shikari himself, he was like, how did you come up with them? I'm just like, mm. <laughs> it's, 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 it's our, our, and that's the beauty of creativity is that we have these different modes of, of perceiving the world, right? right? And that type of perception, you know, draws a particular inspiration, you know, for the visual artist and the, uh, the, the, the writer, the musician, any, any of these artistic mediums. It's, that's the beauty of it, that our brains are wired in so many different ways. But the, the greatest triumph is that when we blend these things together, and just, my gosh, like Simon said, the ninth, you know, the ninth art, I, I would say with this holistic term, right, that um, this, this rebirth, this, re this re-envisioning of the purpose of why creatives do what they do. And um, just to piggyback off of what Rich said in his very courteous words, I uh, I can't I can't can't be humbled enough by yourself and Rich. I uh, thank you so very kindly. Um, but for Journey of the Shadow, I wanted to give. You know, it wasn't just about the visuals. Sure, there's a remarkable beauty, but then there's a function of that. There's remarkable beauty in life, despite what we're constantly thrown in our face every day. Right. You see what I'm saying, pops? It's it's yep. this is just a representation. I'm saying, guys, there's beauty in life. This is just stop. Take a look around you. You can invert your vision. You can you can change your perception, my friends. It won't happen overnight. But putting it one, you know, picking up one foot and putting it down in front of the other and saying, you know what? We're not going to embrace this negative. This we're not going to we're not going to take in this negative that this that or the third. And suddenly this beauty starts to infiltrate you, and then you're able to get better sleep at night. You you, you see that? But there's a spark somewhere. It's got to happen for us. We're humans. We're created weak. I mean, we've got all kinds of weaknesses. Shit, you know, from arrogance to sleepiness. Like, we need to eat all the time. Fuck, we need to breathe in oxygen. Like, we, we, we're we dependent on a lot of things, okay? Opinionated. <laughs> <laughs> we're opinionated, bro. Did you not hear my opinion? Yeah. You know, bro. You know, gotta do your research, bro. I'm like, dude, calm down. No one's attacking you right now. No one's attacking you. But, but you you get it. Yes. I so do. instead of, of of preaching to the choir, I said, let's um, let let's let's start with self. My mother, may God rest her soul, she always said this. She said, "Son, you got to start with self." I'm like, oh, she wasn't just saying that for you know because it was a Thursday. She was saying that to see beauty, that it has to start from within here first. Yeah. And if you want to convey that to others, then there's a there's a type of mastery that, you know, it's a lifelong thing, but you got to get started somewhere and you have to be patient with it. So my dad told me this, which his granddad told him, uh, no, his father told him, then he told me, he says, have patience with your patience. I was just like, damn, he dropped that on me. Okay, cool. Have patience with your patience. It's hard enough to be patient, pops. Hard enough. Because, I mean, as soon as you like hop anywhere, you're just like, why didn't this motherfucker turn on his blinker? Why are you standing in the middle of the grocery aisle? Why are you, what's, you know, this type of stuff happens all the time mm -hmm. in testing patients. But having patience with that allows you, my friends, to construct that vision. It's not road, it's not rose colored glasses that I'm talking about. It's objectively looking at things and say, you know what? I can see a positive from that. I can, I can build something 
out of all this, you know, stuff, like I got a book that literally says darkness falls, but just because darkness falls upon you does not mean that that's the end result of your existence. That's not, that's not true. Nobody, who, who wrote that? Who wrote that? And by whose authority? So darkness falls, the book that, you know, we're trying to get the Kickstarter out. I think mid January pops, um, darkness falls. It, it, it takes on that notion and it's told through the story through the arc of commander Sumisu. Like I said, he's young. He's got a lot of stuff on his shoulders and you'll start to see that the characters themselves don't look at weaknesses as explicit weaknesses. They look at a weakness as an opportunity. And where did I borrow that concept from? I borrowed it from when I was teaching because, you know, people, you know, from a kid all the way up to an adult, they walk through the classroom and they're already intimidated. They're all, their anxiety is already at 11. Right. And regardless of what the subject matter is, it's the same thing. You might have your star there or star wherever, but your job as an instructor is to make sure that as many people grasp the subject as possible. So your job is to enable that person to make sure that they're absorbing. So every time I started a class pops, every time I started a class from K through 12, undergrad or graduate level, I said, you, none of you have a weakness. None of you have a weakness all you have is an opportunity that's it that's it i said so me getting up here and showing you these powerpoint slides and stuff i said this is i said this is going to be years from now we'll you'll forget some of this stuff i said this is all this is a moment in your life where you just have an opportunity i said but don't put it on yourself that you said oh i cannot i said erase that from yourself i said and i'm not going to impose that upon you either i said this is a this i said this is a stage of learning, just like we would approach any other context or situation in life, period. So that sort of concept, my friends, is definitely an overarching theme within Journey of the Shadow. To give people some sort of substance that they can take with themselves and say, hmm, well, maybe I can give that a shot. See, the, that little light bulb goes off. Well, maybe I can, maybe I can give that a try. You know, they look at a, they look at a, they like read a sequence of dialogue. They'd be like, well, okay, why not? Why not give people the options so they can say to themselves, why not? That's uh, that's another overarching thing from you see, I told you I'm talkative pops, but Journey of the Shadow uh, has impacted my life from, you know, when I was doing research at NASA or NOAA or the National Center for Atmospheric Research or when I was, you know, bumping heads with eggheads at um, Princeton. They had the what they call the G East, not the ECMWF, but um, not the WARF model. Gosh. Anyway, but in Princeton, they got this really, you know, they got a hurricane model. And I was debating with those guys up there. And during all that time, I was just like, how in the world can I blend this with Journey of the Shadow? You know what I mean? Or your characters there talking to you in the background and that sort of thing. And I said, I want people, I want people's life to be influenced by these characters as they really? influence and impacted mine. So that's that's Ooh. it in a nutshell, my friends. You well, learn? There is what, Stone. I'm I'm Pops. I'm gonna get with you. I, like I said, one of them three final first editions right there. Um, There's literally three. Like right yeah, there. Uh, look, <laughs> second prints aren't good for me. I'm a collector. Okay? Ah, I okay. Oh, gotcha. Okay, gotcha. you get me. Okay. Right? So mm. it might take me a little while to fund you, but mm, put gotcha. one aside for me. Mm. Right? Oh, put one aside. Bro, it's 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 already in the closet. <laughs> I don't have to come out the closet to get one out for you. <laughs> yeah, I got you, bro. I got All right, you. Cool. 
I'm gonna go ahead and cut this off. I gotta go get me some din din, baby. Oh yeah, yeah. It's you about know. that time. It is that Captain time. Um, to the look, rest. it's. I'm so glad you're back, bro. I'm Thank so you. glad you're back. Pops, I'm glad to be Dude. back. It's. I, I love this missing. energy, pops. I was Man, missing you, bro. I'm telling you, <laughs> I was worried. I was hitting up your sister. I was like, "What's going on? What's you happening?" Know? Yeah. So I'm really glad you're back, man. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing where this journey goes. Four, four of those monster books, y'all. Four. Man, of them. Yeah. Yeah. Four. You guys, just hold on to your butts. Well, there's a lot more journey of the shadow on the way. Yeah. I can't wait, man. It's good talking to you as usual, and I expect to be able to talk to you again when you're ready to pop this one out. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. You gotta get in your grandstand, and oh yeah, oh yeah, brother. <laughs> oh yeah, the cream yeah. of the crop. Cream All right, brother. Rises to the top. Top. <laughs> Yeah, I got Randy Macho Man Savage. Yeah, I knew it. I knew you had it. I knew you oh, had it. Well, all right, I'll, all. I'll let you go. I got them all in there. If you smell, <laughs> <laughs> what the rock is cooking? I got them all in there, man. They're all in there. Okay. <laughs> For the next few shows, we just let's just randomly bring out some WWE, <laughs> no, WWF at the time. It was World Wrestling Federation yes, yes. at the time. These kids got to know. We got to teach these kids. The, the, the World school. Wildlife Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Man, how would but, you like to have like one of the biggest? entertainment companies in the world and somebody say you can't use that name <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I can't what <laughs> i'm gonna use this name you, you know, know what I mean? Vince was mad as hell bro he you was wrong he's using Vince McMahon man i felt his pain do you like know all the way like branding cost a company that size? Uh, he, all that money he was sniffing and he was, he was like, oh yeah. <laughs> all wow. that money on rebranding and reissue is just what yeah. a nightmare. Yeah, what a nightmare. that was horrible. Good stuff. I love the past. <laughs> <laughs> There's literature. I call it it's 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 we, great we literature. Learn from history, yo. We learn damn from right. All right, Stone, I'm going to let you go, bro. It's always okay, good boss. talking to you, and I'm looking forward to the next one, my friend. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Take care, my friends. Take care I'm of each other. Commercials. I got more like, commercials. Ooh, ooh, commercials. Let's do it. Let's go. Right. Where's that first one? Where's it? We got this one. Searching for it. Base. <laughs> Y'all make sure you come back out next week, tomorrow morning, anytime we're out here, be here. Secrets. Trust. Bond between souls intertwined within otherworldly intrigue. 
Michaela Jade brings forth the Elite Warrior series, a collection of dark fantasy romance novels set in a twisted world where power lusts in the hearts of men and devotion seduces the souls of women. Warrior's Secret Warrior's Trust and Warrior's Worth Available now at authormichaelajade.com Sunsworn Wings of Vengeance is funding now on Indiegogo. Don't miss this action-packed space fantasy adventure sure to rekindle your love for the genre. Get it now on Indiegogo or just go to sunsworn.com. In a world ravaged by monsters, a new evil has risen, poisoning the land and threatening humanity. Now, the monster Matador, along with the meanest and baddest kaiju killers, have joined forces to kick its ass. Monster Matador, Apropocalypse. From author Brian K. Morris comes a tale of irreverent holiday horror told with much inappropriate humor. Dr. Victor Frankenstein creates the spirit of giving himself. Ho, ho, ho. Santa Stein, or the post-holiday Prometheus, available at Amazon.com. Get your copy today. Hey, yo, Pops here. Are you looking to be on Monday Madness? Is Monday no good? You need a special edition? Are you looking to be on the first-timer spotlight on for you new guys? Launch parties? Countdowns, CromCon Monthly. We got it all right here at the Madness Comic Network, providing online promotional services for the indie comic community and proud sponsor of Comic Books for Kids provides comic books to kids in hospitals and cancer centers across the U.S. It's a place where we can all work together to make sure every child has a comic book. 100% of all proceeds go towards the kids. It's about making a difference, and while they're in the hospital, allowing them to fly like a superhero, battle dragons, or rescue teddy bears. We are in every state in the country and now support over 160 hospitals. Every month, we add more. Visit CB4K.